Elon Musk is on a roll. He tweeted this out today. For those of you listening, it is Hunter Biden in his jockstrap and red scarf looking over a whole bunch of pictures that we see from his laptop with an FBI person next to him. And Elon Musk, where is Sherlock Holmes when you need him? And it shows Hunter Biden, the backside of Hunter Biden, and the backside of an FBI agent looking at all this evidence. And Hunter Biden is asking the FBI agent, see anything? And the FBI agent says, nope, not yet. An obvious comment on the two-tier justice system. Is it perhaps that Elon Musk is absolutely sick of this same malarkey like we are? We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast. Big hug to all of y'all. I'm James, the Black Assertive Patriot. Let's talk about the fake president, the son of this aforementioned Hunter Biden. He likes to thwart the law and what the rulings that come out of the Supreme Court. But of course, it is Trump that they're always saying is a danger to the Constitution and to our democracy. Yet we have a fake president who doesn't care that the Supreme Court said you just can't go and do student loan debt forgiveness. Where there's a will, there's a way. And this is Joe Biden trying to pitch that way. Well, this is him trying to read a teleprompter, actually. My dad used to say, Joey, a a, a paycheck is about more than a, a job is about more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. I assure you, the teleprompter said a job is more than a paycheck, it's your dignity. But Joe Biden is a confused person. Uh, We know this because Special Investigator, Special Counsel Robert Hur told us this. That Joe Biden is an old man who gets easily confused. Well, there's Exhibit 700,343-1002. Or 102. You know what I mean. There's lots of examples. And how about this? Joe Biden really having a hard time with the teleprompter today, apparently. And I thought I'd make a lot more sense to relieve student debt for families and, and it would grow our economy. Well, there's a, we were existing programs in the law to fix and adjust the programs. Uh, we, had to, we had to change them to make people uh, actually uh, make them available for you, make people eligible. Yeah, they had to do things to make people eligible because there's this pesky little thing you may have heard of, I don't know, it's called the Supreme Court. You know, when we have a system of checks and balances that have stopped Joey Biden, or or so we thought, from just taking on tyrannical power to just forgive debt 
for a part of the society and lump that debt, make the responsibility for others that did not incur that debt. You know, that's how you and I see it, how they see it. This distribution of wealth is fairness and equity. So what's going on here? Well, this is what Joey Biden is up to, including to what he did today. A beleaguered Biden chips away at student loan debt bit by bit. The president announced another $1.2 billion in loan forgiveness, bringing the total council to $138 billion. Not bad when their goal was $400 billion. The Supreme Court said, no, you just can't go and do that. And somehow they got $138 billion of student loan canceled of their $400 billion goal. Not bad seeing that they should have been thwarted 100% in their efforts. Obviously, if you're on here, I'm not in agreement with this. I'm just giving credit where credit is due. These people are smart. Do not think because the people who run Joey Biden are evil that they aren't smart and conniving and aren't finding ways around or ways to manipulate the system. After the Supreme Court struck down Biden's plan to cancel billions of dollars in student loan debt, borrowers wondered how he would make good on his promise to tackle debt burdening millions of Americans. The answer, he would do it bit by bit. President Biden announced this morning his administration is canceling another $1.2 billion in student loans. This latest round of loan forgiveness affects more than 150,000 borrowers who have small loans and have already made payments for 10 years. So far, the Biden administration has approved nearly $140 billion in student debt relief for about 4 million people. The current student loan forgiveness plan was crafted after the Supreme Court struck down the president's original measure. The $138 billion that he's canceled for almost 4 million borrowers is a far cry from his initial plan, which would have canceled $400 billion in debt for about 43 million borrowers. But even Mr. Biden's critics acknowledge he has gone further than any of his predecessors in relieving the debt burden for millions of borrowers. To work around the Supreme Court decision, Mr. Biden has pursued uh, a more piecemeal approach, tweaking existing programs long plagued by bureaucratic delays. The debt cancellation he announced on Wednesday was an example of that, affecting about 150,000 borrowers enrolled in what is known as the SAVE plan, an income-driven repayment program who have lower balances and who have made payments for at least a decade. So he's using his executive abilities within the program to make tweaks and then trigger things so that people can get debt forgiveness. Now, Biden was announcing this while in Los Angeles, California. And watch what happened. A reporter dared ask him a question. And if you don't know who this is, this is Karen Bass, the Democrat mayor of Los Angeles. He's going to win re-election anyway. So there you have a reporter asking about the importance of his upcoming State of the Union address and how that might affect or have an impact on the presidential election. And then he had this absolute look of stupor on his face when the question was asked. He's like, I already heard it. I can't answer that. What? What? I'm like a deer caught in headlights. And so Mayor... Karen Bass 
comes in and says, he's going to win anyway. And everyone, ah, hardy, hardy, hardy. That's so funny. It's... But folks, you don't understand. You don't understand how great. you. We are all too stupid to understand the significance of the Joe Biden presidency. As a matter of fact, yesterday it was announced that historians have ranked all the presidents that have been so far. And Joe Biden is in the top 15. Matter of fact, he's number 14, beating greats like Ronald Reagan. And where does Trump, or where's Trump in this list? Well, if they put Joe Biden at number 14 above Ronald Reagan, I'll let you guess where they placed President Trump. A new piece in the New York Times that's looking at a new survey ranking U.S. presidents. You write in part this. President Biden has not had a lot of fun perusing polls lately. He has a lower approval rating than every president going back to Dwight D. Eisenhower at this stage of their tenures. And he trails former President Donald J. Trump in a fall rematch. But Mr. Mr. Biden can take solace from one survey in which he is way out in front of Mr. Trump. A new poll of historians ranks Mr. Biden as the 14th best president in American history, just ahead of Woodrow Wilson, Ronald Reagan, and Ulysses S. Grant. While that may not give Mr. Biden a spot on Mount Rushmore, it certainly puts him well ahead of Mr. Trump, who places dead last as the worst president ever. I'm saddened and ashamed, but it is a cost of doing business that the New York Times gets my money every single month. Joe Biden, 14th best president overall. Trump, dead last. And Biden comes ahead. You heard that. Above Ulysses S. Grant. And of course, uh, and Ronald Reagan, as you heard me say. Of course he does. Of course he does. Because these historians are probably all in sixth grade at some blue state school. Which I... I guess uh, that would even be surprised they even knew or even know who Ulysses S. Grant is and Ronald Reagan. But how do how does that work? That people want a former president back over the current president, according to polls. So let's just say you're an alien and you've landed here and you're looking at this. You go, okay, these people vote for their president. And let's just assume that you don't know that they stole the election of 2020. You go, okay, this guy was a 45th president. This guy's a 46th president. The people want the 45th president back again over the 46th president. How is it the 45th president would be dead last and the 46th president would be 14th when he can't even beat, when the people are preferring them, that the country be led again by the worst president ever, according to these historians? And age is an issue. Age is an issue. 67% of voters say Joe Biden, 81, is too old to serve a second term. But no one's saying that about Trump, who is not too many years behind him. A whopping 67% of voters believe President Joe Biden, an 81-year-old elderly man with a poor memory, is too old to serve a second term. A Quinnipiac polling found today. The poll underscores questions Democrats have raised about whether Biden should step aside and allow another candidate to be Democratic nominee. The poll also found that 31% believe Biden is not too old to serve another four years. The survey asks voters if Biden had the physical and mental fitness to serve a second presidential term. Physical fitness, 35% said yes, 62% said no, 34% said yes, and 64% said no when talking about his mental fitness. Well, we've already demonstrated his lack of 
mental fitness in this episode alone, well, what about his physical fitness? Well, yesterday, he uh, he had yet a, another hard time doing something very, very simple, something that they've uh, now put in place to make his life easier. And what I'm talking about is him walking up the short stairs. Oh, oh, he, oh, twice he almost tripped taking the short stairs up Air Force One yesterday. Oh, one, oh, two. That's right. This poll, the people aren't stupid. And that is why we have 62% of respondents in this poll saying, you know what, Joey really isn't physically fit to be president. But it's not just a matter of physical or mental capacity. How about the fact that he is at the head of a crime mafia family? Today, James Biden went to a hearing and there was a brilliant question asked by a reporter. Did Hunter smoke crack at the White House? He does look remarkably like his brother. That's James Biden, the younger brother of President Joe Biden, going in for his on-the-record testimony, but is behind closed doors. Did Hunter smoke crack at the White House? Did he do cocaine at the White House? Whose drugs did they find at the White House? So this is what... uh, This is what this is all about. A quick reminder. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps Health LLC wired a $200,000 payment to Jim and Sarah Biden's personal account. On that very same day, Jim Biden wrote a $200,000 check to Joe Biden, also known as the big guy. Jim Biden wrote the check to Joe Biden, as uh, and he put on this check, as you can see here, as I suppose it loan repayment. So the question was, does Joe Biden have documents proving he lent his brother such a large sum of money? And what were the terms? Comer had demanded that Joe Biden provide loan documents, loan payments, loan agreement, and IRS uh, filing regarding these $200,000 loan payment James Biden said he made to Joe Biden in 2018. Well, the Republican-led oversight committee recently said Joe Biden is refusing to provide applicable loan documentation to show he, in fact, loaned his brother James Biden money. Joe Biden also received $40,000 in laundered China money, also from Sarah and James Biden. They wrote checks out. So, where is where are the documents? That's what we want to know. Well, this is what we found out in this behind-closed-door deposition. James Biden reveals that There was no loan documentation for the $200,000 and the $40,000 check to Joe. And that came out in the impeachment testimony. Daily Mail reporting, James Biden uh, revealed to Republicans leading the impeachment probe into his brother Joe that he threw out another diamond his nephew Hunter Biden received as a gift from Chinese businessmen trying to entice him to work with them. President Joe Biden's brother's revelation came out during a highly anticipated closed-door interview on Capitol Hill today as part of the Republicans' probe into whether he profited 
off his son Hunter and brother Jim's business dealings. A source familiar with the testimony told Daily Mail that Jim told investigators that Hunter was given a diamond from top officials at Chinese energy company CEFC to entice him to do business with them while his father was vice president. Hunter apparently gave the diamond to James to have it appraised, but he insisted he threw it away according to the source. Yes, we are to believe that a diamond was given, but he threw it away. Just threw the diamond away. Because, of course, they're not interested in money because they can't be dirtied by taking money from the Chinese. Who the hell actually... Okay, I know they think that someone's going to fall for this. Who are the actual dumbasses and suckers who actually fall for this? I'd like to meet one. I'd like to meet someone that stupid. That would be the second known diamond that Joe's son got from a CEFC executive. Uh, we, we reported this before. But James told investigators during the closed-door interview Wednesday that he was not part of any business deals with Hunter, Rob Walker, James Gillier, and Tony Bobolinsky. However, when he was presented with an agreement with his signature on it during the interview, he then changed his story to say he did not recall signing the document according to the Daily Mail source. So, I, I have nothing to do with these people. Then they show him a document. Uh, yeah, but uh, dude, you, you signed this. Oh, 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 that's my signature? Oh, I don't recall. I don't recall signing that document. And that's what he said, according to their source. He sat for hours as lawmakers on the House Oversight and Judicial Committees questioned him behind closed doors as part of their impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. They pressed James specifically about a $200,000 payment he made to his brother shortly after a lucrative business deal. The, the money had been marked loan payment on the check's memo field. James described the payments to investigators. These were short-term loans that I received from Joe when he was a private citizen and I repaid them within weeks. He had no information at all about the source of the funds I used to repay him. The complete explanation is that Joe lent me money and I repaid him as soon as I had the funds to do so. Yeah, because, you know, Joe had no idea of the business dealings of his brother. His brother just said, hey, dude, lend me $200,000 and $40,000. He said, sure, I'm not worried about how you're going to pay me back. I'm a private citizen. I'm middle-class Joe with million-dollar homes. Sure, I'll just lend you the money. I don't care to know where you might or when you might pay me back on those. That's how stupid we are supposed to be. To That's how stupid I think we are to believe that. And once again, I want to meet the person or the people that are stupid enough, stupid enough to believe this. Bank records indicate wires from Joe to James weeks before the repayments were made. James went on, I never asked my brother to take any official action on behalf of me my, or my business associates or anyone else. But according to the source, James admitted that there was no documentation for the loans and he did not charge his brother any interest. So, in every business venture in which I have been involved, I've relied on my own talent, judgment, skill, and personal relationships and never my status as Joe Biden's brother. But a political report this week revealed James invoked his brother's name to now bankrupt AmeriCorps on, on multiple occasions and even spoke of plans to give his brother equity and install him on the board. James even offered to have his brother promote the company in a future presidential campaign, one executive said. So, surprise, surprise, James Biden, like Hunter Biden, like Joe Biden, and like Joseph Biden, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. is yet another liar. Not, not just because my brother lies, that makes me an automatic liar, but if I'm doing business with my brother and I'm not supposed to be, 
or I'm not supposed to be doing it in this way, and I've been a liar and he's been a liar, then it seems to be a very, very disgusting and sad family trait. And while we're getting the Biden news out of the way, let's end with this coming, uh, being reported, uh, this report coming from the Epic Times. Biden State Department announces visa restrictions for transportation companies facilitating illegal border crossings. Wait a minute. They're not stopping these illegal aliens at the border. We're giving them free housing, health care, and money and transportation once they come here. They don't have even have to have documents to travel uh, TSA. Let me tell you uh, what I what I what I did today. I put my mother-in-law on a flight from LAX to Hawaii. And she had to go to TSA. My mother-in-law is from Mexico, does not speak English. I got her a residency. I don't know. It's been probably about 15 years now, maybe. Maybe more than that. And she had to go to TSA. She had to show her green card to travel. Now, obviously, Hawaii is a state. I know it seems stupid to say that. You folks know that. But I, I can't even tell you how often I have bumped into Latinos, not American-born Latinos, but Latinos from other country who actually think Hawaii is like Puerto Rico, a territory. It's weird. It's, it's weird. Maybe because they know about Puerto Rico. I don't know. And for those of you who have been to Hawaii, Hawaii does have a different culture. Before I went to Hawaii, I thought Hawaii is another state. But when you go to Hawaii, it does kind of feel in lots of ways like another country. It really does. Not in every aspect, but in many aspects. So my mother-in-law has to go through TSA, has to show her documentation, has to show her green card to travel. But an illegal alien can just have a piece of paper and not even follow TSA rules and get flown. But yeah, but on our dime, by the way. Yet the Biden State Department announces a visa restriction for transportation companies because that's wrong. Oh, it gets richer still. Oh, by the way, you're probably asking, how come you're not with her? You just sent her by herself? No, her son is there. My brother-in-law is there with his wife and family. And he invited her to come join him for vacation. So I used my Delta Sky Miles and sent my mother-in-law over there. And of course, because she doesn't speak English, my wife and I had to facilitate all that movement for her. But this, this is the weird thing about this that the uh, Biden State Department is doing. They're punishing these companies south of our border. Oh, not the Mexican drug cartels or the Mexican cartels. Not in Mexico, but all the way in Central America. They want to punish those Central American companies that see an opportunity to transport people to Mexico, those are the people they want to punish. But not actually stop them when they get to the border. You can't make this shiznit up. The U.S. Department under Joe Biden's administration has announced a new visa restriction policy intended to punish the owners and operators of charter companies that organize flights, ground transportation, and maritime vessels to facilitate illegal immigration into the United States. The, the State Department is implementing this visa restriction policy under powers granted by the Immigration and Nationality Act. But well, why don't they restrict people from actually coming over the damn border? 
These visa restrictions could be used to block entry to the United States by individuals deemed to be in violation of the stated policy. No one should profit from vulnerable migrants, not smugglers, private companies, public officials, or governments, Mr. Miller said on Wednesday. That would be State Department spokesman Matthew Miller. So they're targeting these uh, companies out of Nicaragua and other places for facilitating travel as they fight Texas, who's actually stopping people at the border. What a freaking clown show this entire Biden administration is. We got the Biden news out of the way. The next segment, I hope, will be Biden free. Thanks for being here. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.